The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon. Welcome to the lunchtime, one and all. Here I am. It is Juan. I want to thank Donna Perry, uh, one of my siblings of last hour. Always an interesting take on her. You can always read her in the Sun Chronicle. Uh, And also, she's uh, very active on Twitter and on Facebook and social media. Folks, right now it's 12.06 on this Tuesday. Uh, Good afternoon, one and all. Again, tune in uh, on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com, and it's Tuesday, September 22nd. And this portion of the program is brought to you by R&R Roofing. Good afternoon to everybody tuning in. Go to the Facebook page, John DePetro Show, on Facebook, and uh, hola, there I am. Now, remember, if it's time for a new roof, if you've been thinking about replacing your roof and you don't want to take any chances, you know, the roof is one of those things, folks. This is the window of time. There are certain things you could do in the wintertime, such as you could get new carpeting in the wintertime. You could have some work done inside your home in the wintertime. But something you want to take care of right now is, in fact, if you're in need of a new roof. And whether it's leaking or you just had problems, if you have a problem <coughs> excuse me, with your roof, the rest of your house is in peril. The rest of your home is in peril. That's why it's so important to have, you know, you start at the roof and then we come down. And that's why you call R&R Roofing. All work guaranteed. Richard Rossi. What's his last name? Rossi. Richard Rossi. Free estimate. What's the phone number? Hold on. I'm going to give you the number in just a moment. Get it. Give you a chance. Piece of paper and a pen. It's time for a new roof. Call R&R Roofing today. All work is guaranteed. Free estimate. Over 40 years in business. All types of shingle, flat. What if it's a flat roof? That's fine. R&R Roofing. What if there's the shingle roof one? R&R Roofing. Fully licensed and insured. Angie's List Award winner 10 years in a row. And an A plus from the Better Business Bureau. Call R&R Roofing today, 401-823-1330. 823-1330-R&R Roofing. Their website is rnrroofingri.com. R&R Roofing, all work guaranteed, free estimate over 40 years in business. And the owner, Richard Rossi, <coughs> excuse me, folks, as one continues to warm up his voice, he is the real deal. He's always on site, impeccable cleanliness, and this is the type of person you want to do business with. Richard Rossi, R&R Roofing. Job site is waterproof daily, all work guaranteed, uh, fully licensed and insured, and impeccable cleanliness. R&R Roofing, 823-1330, 1330 for R&R Roofing. Again, I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in Facebook Live. Um, you can give a thumbs up if you're checking in. You'll notice, folks, uh, those uh, watching, tuning in Facebook Live, we have a little bit. We're going to be uh, transforming the uh, Jacqueline Claire studio. as we, Well, not today, but as we speak over the next couple of days, you're going to start to see some changes. I think you'll like them. As always, folks, uh, and visit the website depetro.com d-e-p-e-t-r-o.com if you want to get in touch with me go to depetro.com i'm holding up 
holding up for everybody uh, that is watching on Facebook Live. And you can see the Listen Live. You can see the Sport Real News. Support DePetro.com. Why not? You also have, these are all, someone said to me, how do I find your Facebook page and your YouTube page and everything else? Well, if you go to the uh, website, folks, DePetro.com, all the links to social media are right up here. It's on the left-hand side as you're looking at it. And then you can uh, scroll down. And we have, uh, well, I love the fact we now have the top stories go right across the page. You can see how they're all going across like a carousel. And all the top stories, uh, such as the progressives calling out Reed and White House. We have some more new stories going up today. We have the exclusive video of the fight that took place at the mall. Everyone is buzzing about that. We have Ali's Donuts. Um, but those that didn't see it, this is the only, we're the only ones that have this on DePetro.com. No one else has it. Someone said, you know, I went on uh, the Channel 12 website. I don't see, they don't, well, they don't have the, the the video. They don't have the video of exactly what happened at the mall. If you haven't seen it yet, just uh, go to the website, DePetro.com, and you can see exactly where uh, somebody was cornered. And then it starts to go from there. He's cornered in the food food court at Providence Place Mall. And then as he's trying to get out of that area, because they have him cornered there, it turns into a, a full melee. And then uh, the stabbing occurs. And that was the murder last Thursday at Providence Place Mall. So you can see the video right there. Go to the website, petro.com and you can check it out for yourself. So, folks, it's a big day. I want to um, talk about, now coming up a little bit later, we're going to uh, connect the dots. We're going to link. A lot of people have wondered who's behind these protesters. Who's behind the protesters that we've seen all summer? Who's, who's the person behind the curtain? Who's been directing a lot of these people? Who's telling them to now to continue to be active? Who led them to the offices of Reed and White House? Who is directing the protesters to go up to Federal Hill? Who is telling the protesters to go to Governor Mundo's house and even Mayor Lors's house and Igliosi's house? Well, I'm glad that I went on Sunday. And for those that missed it, you can see the video. It's right there at the website. But I certainly recognize the protesters. Aaron Rugenberg, Aaron Regenberg, he was the leader of the protest. He was doing all the speaking. He had a, a nice perm for the event. They have all the people there. But when it came time to march in the streets, he handed the bullhorn. And I have one as well. He handed it. Who did he hand it to? He handed it. See those two right there? I know these two uh, young women. There they are right there. One of them is called, I have stories about both of them on DePetro.com. See the one with the bullhorn? Where else did she have that bullhorn? She had that bullhorn at Governor Armando's house. See the one right there with uh it's got a shorter hair with a fro. She's got a gray sweatshirt on. Not exactly sure what the I think it just says champion. She was arrested outside the Providence Public Safety Complex for hitting a police officer with a bull with a bullhorn. And the one with the bullhorn, what does it say? These are protesters in Providence. Uh she's the one with the her name is Brooklyn. I've seen her a number of different times. And what does that say on her sweatshirt? Sniper gang. Sniper gang. And who handed them the bullhorn? Who told them, you guys take over this part of the protest? That would be Aaron Rugenberg. Notice the media is not reporting on any of this. But he said, we're now going to hand it over 
to Brooklyn and whatever her name is, Julie or Jane Lee or something like that. The one in the gray sweatshirt. And then they started with the no justice, no peace. Uh, no. What do we want? Justice. When do we want it? Now. What happens if we don't get it? Burn it down. Or some, some chant like that that I could start to play. What do we want? Justice. When do we want it? Now. And if we don't get it, we'll burn the city down. Folks, these are continuing patterns of, of violence. But be very clear. And we'll make the connection later. It's very important to know who's behind these protesters. It is. And Rugenberg, did he lead the march? No, he didn't lead the march. And if you haven't seen the video, you can go to DePetro.com and I have it right there. It was his rally. And then when it comes time to lead them through the streets, lead the people through the streets and lead them to Sheldon Whitehouse's office, and to lead them to Senator Jack Reed's office, he hands the bull to- bullhorn over to his two little favorite activists that basically have been uh, terrorizing people all summer. Here's the leader of it. He ran for lieutenant governor. You are here anyway because we understand that that is what they want us to do. That is how authoritarianism works. This is him in all his glory. Why doesn't the media talk about that? He's a little, what you know, when he was having a conversation, I'm not saying he's a stupid guy. He, uh, he went to Brown University, trust fund. Here we go. And of course, what and what does the media report that they were asking everyone for the moment of silence? That's what then the media, you know, they like to do that is if that was the main stake. No, you know, that went on for 30 seconds or whatever, but that's not part of it. No, he knows exactly what he's doing. This guy, he is the action arm of the Democrat Party. He is the one they threaten violence. They threaten that they're going to go after people. They threaten that if they don't get their way, then maybe there'll be another riot. Maybe they'll burn the city down. That they they engage, they employ, and they encourage this type of behavior. So, and and oh yeah. All nonsense. And I want to commend folks. The big news again, the big news on this Tuesday, just to start off to bring you up to speed, is that Senator Mitt Romney has said that he's voting to go along with it. And that's big because (coughs) over the weekend when they immediately started talking about that they wanted to replace the seat and the seat should be replaced. Let's be very clear about this. The fear mongering is unreal. The fear mongering that's going on. Supreme Court to shift right. Hey, who's in power for all the foolishness that these people speak out? 
And we're going to be very vocal about this. You know, we're going to be very vocal. As Senator Whitehouse and Reed and the, you know, the local media, keep in mind, folks, they're fully on board. The local media is fully on board with Senator Whitehouse and Senator Reed. Now, right now at 1218, I'm going to tell you something. I don't think it should be a shock to many of you. But as many of you know, for instance, tomorrow I will be at the Veterans Auditorium. Rhode Island numbers, by the way, this is bad news, are ticking up. Now, it's expected a little bit. It's controllable. But Rhode Island numbers are ticking up. But as many of you might suspect, when when, um, when I'm at these uh, White House, uh, excuse me, Governor Armando briefings on Wednesdays, Folks, as you can imagine, I don't think I'm going to make news here, but as you would suspect, I am the only Trump supporter there. It's not your imagination. The rest of the media, they are fully on board with Biden. They're fully on board with the progressives. They're fully on board with Elizabeth Warren. They're fully on board with Aaron Rugenberg and Sheldon White. They are completely just know that. And just know that with your coverage. But we're going to point out, you know, if they want to go after the Supreme Court and they want to highlight the involvement of people like Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, let's go back to the Kavanaugh hearing Club biggest two years ago. What does the word Ralph mean in that? Uh, that probably refers you know. to uh, throwing up. I'm known to have a weak stomach and I always have. In fact, the last time I was here, you asked me about having ketchup on spaghetti. I always have had a weak stomach. I don't know that I asked about ketchup on spaghetti, you, but you didn't. Someone did, okay. and and it's, this is well known. Anyone who's known me, like a lot of these people <coughs> behind me, have uh, known me my whole life. Know, you know, I got a weak stomach, whether it's with beer or with spicy food or anything. So the vomiting that you reference in the Ralph Club reference um, related to the consumption of alcohol this is so embarrassing. So was, uh, the top of my class academically. Busted my butt in school. Sheldon Whitehouse getting ready to go through yearbooks Yale College. for the new Supreme I Court nominees. Got into Yale Law School. Forked my tail off. And did the word Ralph you used in your year? Oh, my God. If you're, yeah, yeah, did it relate to alcohol? <clears throat> I like you beer. For that. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Um, what do you like to drink? Next one is... Senator, what do you like Judge, have you... I don't know if it's boofed or boofed. How do you pronounce that? That Judge. refers to flatulence. We were 16. <laughs> okay. Here we go. And so when... Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. Uh, Mark Judge said the same, put the same thing in his yearbook page back to you. He had the same meaning. It was flatulence. I don't know what he did, but that's my recollection. We want to talk about flatulence at age 16 on a yearbook page. I'm, I'm game. Um, <laughs> you mentioned, I think, the Renate or Renate, Renata. I don't know how you pronounce that. That's a, that's a proper name of an individual you know? Renata. Renata. It's spelled with an E at the end, R-E-N-A-T-E. Is that Correct. It? Okay. And then after that is the word alumnius. What does the word alumnius mean in that context? I explained that in my opening statement. Oh, my we, goodness, uh, folks. Is this what we have to look ours. forward to? Uh, is this what we have to look forward to with Senator Sheldon Whitehouse? They want to do a Supreme Court grilling again? Senator Sheldon Whitehouse going to have out the high school yearbook? Find out about comments made about a 
15-year-old, 16-year-old. Is this Howard Island? He was on He was on Rachel Maddow last night, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. So, drinking game. Has it played? Three glasses in a triangle. And you ever played quarters? No. Okay. It's a quarters game. Um, oh, my God. Folks, that's what we have to look forward to. If they want to go ahead with this. Now, I'm going to argue. And again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Tuesday, 1222. Listen, I think this plays to the president's favor. The president, Mitch McConnell, they're on firm ground. They're on the offensive. And all of this talk, you can't do this. You're going to stop the rights. And they drag out AOC and all the threats that they're talking about. I mentioned it yesterday. All of this talk about burn it down. And I played the cut yesterday. What did AOC, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, Mitch McConnell's playing with fire. When I was at the protest in Providence on Sunday, what were they talking about? If they want to do this, they're playing with fire because we're going to burn this place down and point to the city. And then they start with the Catholic bashing. Because as many of you may know, the, the lead candidate right now is a Catholic, Amy Coney Barrett. Is if that should matter. Why is that allowed? Why locally are they allowed to bash Catholics? What if what if uh, some of the protesters in Providence or elsewhere, what if they started making racial remarks? Would that be allowed? What if they started to make anti-Semitic remarks? Would that be allowed? What if they started to make Muslim jokes or Muslim overtones? Would, would that also be allowed? Why, why is it tolerated that when they're all gathered there, they start making these anti-Catholic inferences and references that are oh so subtle? And why, why, is, that, why is that allowed? Why isn't that condemned? By our two senators, Reed and White House. Now, I'm going to play you a little bit more from this morning. But, folks, if you are a Trump supporter, and by the way, don't forget this Saturday, this is the only one Trump rally, 10 o'clock, Rhode Island State House. There's an invite on Facebook. I'm going to have one of the, uh, the Trump co chairs in Rhode Island on the program tomorrow. But if you would like to come out, it's going to be early, it's only going to take about an hour. You get to be around other Trump supporters. You can bring your Trump flags. Also tomorrow, there's a new Trump store that's opening in Warwick, Airport Plaza. It's actually open. I'm going to be there tomorrow afternoon. We're going to do a Facebook Live. All the Trump merchandise. If you are a Trump supporter, you want to be around other Trump supporters, this is your chance to come out and be around other uh, Trump supporters. It's this Saturday, 10 o'clock. Listen, the city... First of all, you're going to have plenty of Providence police there and state police and Capitol Police. It's safe. The city of Providence at the State House on a Saturday morning from 10 to 11 is safe. You will be safe. There's going to be plenty of places to park and you can come out. <clears throat> I will be your master of ceremonies, MC, and it's going to be really a chance to pump up the uh, Trump support and make everyone clear. It's just um, that, you know, as many of you are going to be voting 
coming up in November. Don't think many people feel sometimes you're the only one on your street that's a Trump supporter. You're the only one in your workplace or wherever it may be. So bring your friends, bring coworkers, families. It's this Saturday, 10 o'clock. Folks, the John DePietro Show. This is also a great time of year, as I've told you, about if you think of having any paving done. J. Perry Paving. Always provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, residential, commercial, seal coating, patios, J. Perry Paving. 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios. They offer free estimates, any project. Visit them online at J, letter J, perrypaving.com. J, perrypaving.com or go to their Facebook page. And again, it's J. Perry Paving. You can call them at 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Maybe, you know, this is a lot of time. A lot of people are investing in their home. People are not traveling. The virus is still with us. You might as well improve your property. Hey, a residential asphalt driveway, that's the way to go. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. It's very uh, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused, and on top of that, boy, the snow melts right off it. J. Perry Paving. Call them today. Free estimate. Any project, uh, residential, commercial, call them today. 732-1730. 732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Folks, remember, go to the website to Petro.com. And you can see exactly what I'm talking about with the protest. We have some more stories coming up later today. Uh, DePetro.com is brought to you by Mills Coffee Roasters. Log on, MillsCoffeeRoasting.com. Mills Coffee Roasters, a Rhode Island success story. But that was big with Mitt Romney. That was huge with uh, Mitt Romney and uh, Senator Romney saying that he will go ahead with this. Um, I'm seeing some other headlines. Bloomberg fundraising pays fines for 32000 felons in Florida so they can vote. You know, they are willing to do anything to try to steal this election, folks. They're trying to do anything to steal this election. Let them scream. Let everyone see just how outrageous uh, the actions of the other side is. Let them let them see exactly and expose them for what they are. Now, we're also going to keep an eye on, there certainly seem to be, um, today could be a big day in in, uh, Louisville with um, the Breonna Taylor. There's going to be supposedly some action on that. We'll monitor that story, but that's going to be another, um, that's going to be another example of, let's see how they handle the result. Whatever that's going to be, they've been screaming that there should be some kind of action um, against the officers involved with that murder. And there's there's a lot of facts of that case that I don't think have been fully uh, presented properly. But we're going to, um, uh, let's see, send an email around 1,000 officers, 2 a.m. calls protesters, thugs, complaints about the governor, uh, government enforcing civil rights violations. This is good versus evil. Well, we're going to that. That's definitely something to watch. Louisville police declare state of emergency as the uh, city braces for the Breonna Taylor decision. A grand jury decision expected soon whether to charge those three police officers who fired charts during the March raid. Now, listen, folks, when you have the number of police you have in the country and you're talking about 
this this business of a no knock warrant. I, I, if anything, can you um, you can only imagine? I should say, just how adrenaline and tension must be rising, and it's a no knock. They just barge in like that. Apparently, her boyfriend fired at them, hit one of the officers, and then they just opened fire and tragically killed her. And it is true. She didn't do anything wrong. She just happened to be um, in the apartment when all of that was was going down, basically. So I'm also seeing Vanessa Bryan is suing the L.A. County Sheriff after deputies allegedly took personal cell phone photos of Kobe and Gianna at the crash site. We'll um, we'll be talking about that on Thursday with our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd. But this situation, folks, you know, all this talk yesterday and AOC and AOC was there with Chuck Schumer and all of the threats that they continue to talk about. You know, what what is this what does this mean when they continue to make threats that if they don't get their way, that there's going to be some kind of um, some kind of violence. Now, there's also sound of AOC promise she can push Biden in a more progressive direction across policy issues. So they're already basically, you know, saying that they're going to be controlling Vice President Biden. Folks, this race is going to come down to, for those on Facebook, I posted a story. This is about the suburban voters in the battleground states. That's what it's about. Suburban voters, and I think it's suburban female voters in the battleground states are going to decide the direction the country is going to go in. So let let them see the violence of the left. Let them hear the progressive, um, you know, here's uh, AOC talking about Joe Biden. Why people say, I don't vote, what's the point? I, I, I really empathize with it. I'm not here to dismiss you. I'm not here to poo-poo you. God, the power that this individual has gotten is uh, really... How many, I just had it, how many, um, she has 8.6 million followers, that AOC. But that was um, interesting. You know, I was talking about her comments, and then suddenly, there she was with uh, with Chuck Schumer. And it's interesting, as I was saying to, to Donna Perry, it's interesting how they use her and present her and... Why would Chuck Schumer, the senator in the Senate, why would he bring out Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, a congresswoman from New York? To make sure that her legacy is protected. And that's the second reason, to honor that legacy. She was an amazing woman, incredible. In a male-dominated legal establishment, she pushed her way through for brains and strength and fortitude and changed the world for women long before the rest of the world caught up. And, in this, and when she got to the court, she was able to bring that same equality and strength to so many different people of all different types and kinds. And she was an amazing woman. And so the first reason we're here is for unity. And the second is to honor her legacy. For unity? What do you need her for for unity? We're here to protect the rights. You know, this whole business that they bring her in. Well, you know, I think um, I, 
I believe that certainly there has been an enormous amount of law breaking in the Trump administration. I believe that Attorney General Barr Vegas, is unfit for office and, uh, and that he has pursued potentially law breaking behavior. That being said, um, this is these are procedures that are in decisions that are largely up to House Democratic leadership. But um, but I believe that also we, we must consider again all of the tools available to our disposal and that all of all of these options should be entertained and on the table what does that mean by all options i think that's very interesting the way she describes that you know options and how they're sending a warning someone sent me an email that said tucker carlson had um, a good piece on that i think and again folks good afternoon it's john DePietro. i i think tucker does do um a good job. I think he's got the best show on Fox right now. And um, with with the way they throw out their threats um, with exactly what they, you know, plan to do, I thought it was good when he there was a there was a reason why. They had AOC there, and what does she do, and what role does she play? And that's the importance of having her there. And folks, this is something that you know they that was very loud and clear, loud and clear on Sunday when you have all the progressives in downtown Providence, and they're sending a message to Reed and White House that don't you dare think about going against us. Because right now we're in front of your offices and it could get a hell of a lot worse than it is than it is like this. So much, much worse, as a matter of fact. Um, But it's all through threats. It's it's all really through threats of of how they plan to operate and what they plan to use um, at their disposal. And it's. It really is, comes down to, it's all violence. And you've been watching it. We've been watching it all summer. And we've been watching the way the mob behaves. And as I was saying last hour, showing up at, at um, outside of people's homes, that's, that's bun, done by design. That's, that's not an accident. You know, everything they do is intended to send a message to intimidate I think Donna Perry said it very well with the it's it's menacing. You know, I was mentioning <coughs> for those that missed it last hour, the New York Times has a story today that tries to say, you know, some people, some protesters are taking a little more of an aggressive approach, aggressive approach. They are threatening to burn people's houses down and they threaten to burn down one man's home because he had an American flag out in front of his home. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, right now it is 1237 on this Tuesday, is brought by Competition Shooting Supplies. Call them today, 727-1716. Stop in and see our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. Firearms, ammunition, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. It's Competition Shooting Supplies. Remember, when they say defund the police, we say competition shooting supplies john francis is so knowledgeable easy to get to right just take exit 2a no coincidence exit 2a off of 95 you go past the attleboro train station and then you're right there 
at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket, Competition Shooting Supplies. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you well by the website, depetro.com, where you'll also see Coogan Heating, R.E. Coogan Heating, helpful, trustworthy, reliable, 24-hour emergency service, the difference, 732-6562. But I was mentioning that New York Times story where... You know, right now, just the way they describe it, how the New York Times tries to some protests against police brutality take a more confrontational approach. The protests are moving into white residential neighborhoods where activists demand that people choose a side. What they leave out of this article and where it's it's so preposterous, confrontational, they went in front of a man's home and started screaming at him to take down his American flag. That's what upset them take down the American flag when he refused, they said, we're going to come back and we're going to burn your house down. Now, that is not, as I was mentioning, you know, this is the attitude and the same way in the media. Look how they just go along with it, going into people, folks. And I've told you, as they were up at Federal Hill, going up to the diners, the people at the table in this business of police brutality, there was no police brutality on Federal Hill. As a matter of fact, when they had the protest on Federal Hill, of which I'd like to play sound from, but the language is so filthy, I can't play the sound for you. But over the course of the weekend, the man that was shot and killed by police, they have a still shot of him pointing a gun at police. Now, if you're a police officer, and let me just ask you, at 1239 on this Tuesday, if you are a police officer, you know, even if you're not a police officer, if you have a weapon and someone is pointing a gun at you, and they're going to shoot. What would you do? What are police supposed to do? What did they do? They shot and killed the guy. Much like, you know, the guy that had the knife. And as a result of that, the local protesters, who I believe got the green light or encouraged to do so by Aaron Regenberg, they were up on Federal Hill. And what were they doing? Threatening people, spitting in their food. Demanding they join them, pump your fist to show you support us, threatening that family. Either you leave or we're going to terrorize all these people here. And we're not leaving until this family leaves and then telling the kids, we're going to kill you, mommy and daddy. That elderly veteran that got up just to use the men's room, they shove him down. Where are you going, old man? I mean, they are reprehensible. They're disgraceful. And Alorza does nothing. Look at what they've done to New York City. And folks, they're going to continue to threaten more of this. You know, here's the thing. Too bad. We are going to win this election. And they don't like it. You know, I'm tired. That's why, you know, at Salve, they set up a rage room where you write your your rage on a plate and smash it. What, What are they training someone to do? If you take if you are training someone to do that, do you think it's going to end No, you watch, mark my words, the election doesn't come out the way those students want, and they're going to start trashing the dorms at the college, a rage room. You use, if you're upset and you're frustrated, you have to find a way to vent that anger. Maybe it's through some deep breathing exercises. Maybe it is through working out, going for a run, getting exercise. But you don't teach someone. What you do is you smash something. I mean, what, what, what are we talking about? 
And that's at Salve Regina Newport. They think it was a good idea. Oh, it's great. The kids write that on the plate and then they smash it. What exactly are you training them to do? And then watch, they're going to be what, surprised when they start trashing the dorms? You know, I remember when I, anyone that's been involved with coaching, I had a couple rules when I was coaching. I enjoy coaching soccer. I enjoy coaching basketball. I enjoy it so much that once this pandemic clears, even though my children are older, I think I'm actually going to do it again because I, I really like it. Um, you learn to become a good coach, make it fun. You, you make, you take, you know, each player is in my mind, you're, is an A, B or C. And what you do is you, 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 your goal as a coach is to make the C players, B players, make the B players, A players and make the A players just stars, superstars, let them thrive. And you normally only have like one or two A players on your team. So you're just trying to get everyone better. But some of the rules I have as a coach is number one, you have to go to co- you have to go to practice. Got to go to practice. You can't just show up for the games. Everyone, all the rules must apply to everyone on the team. You have to go to the games. You have to go to the practice, obviously. But I make it very clear: we're we're going to lose some games. If you can't handle losing, you can't be on the team. Period. At the end of every game, you're expected to line up and go through the line and say good game to everyone. Anyone can handle winning. You have to be able to handle losing. And I've had parents say he really doesn't like to listen. He doesn't like to lose. Really, an eight-year-old doesn't like to lose. A nine-year-old child doesn't like to lose. Listen, no one likes to lose. You have to learn how you behave when you lose. I like a player that bothers them. I like a player that if they lose, they're upset about it. But you have to be able to deal with it. I can't have someone on the team that can't handle losing because you're not going to win every game. And it's how you, you're going to fall behind in a game and how you handle that adver- adversity. But by teaching someone when you're upset, what you do is you smash your plate. You're not teaching them anything. You're teaching them some bad habits is what you're teaching them at Salve. So, folks, my point to you at 1244 on this Tuesday is we can only hope that the undecided suburban voters who are going to decide this election, and they are. I just saw an article that North Carolina really could be the pivotal state, whoever wins that. I say let them see the violence of the left. Let them see the temper tantrums, the crying. You know, the latest thing now is... They don't like the way the Supreme Court is tilting. So they're saying, and it's not a surprise, let's add more people to the court. Let's pack the court. Let's stack the court. If it's getting, if the game's going the way we don't want, we don't like it. We don't like the way this is going. We keep losing elections. We're getting frustrated. So it's like they want to make up the rule as they go along. They decide, you know what, from now on, when we get a basket, it's worth three points. Well, no. I mean, you got to take a three-point shot. No, no, no. We're just going to change the rules. It doesn't work that way. There's such children and the crying and Ginsburg and her, you know, I don't care what, all due respect, I don't care what her dying wish was. Like, that should matter. Her dying wish was that, you know, a, a new president named her successor. I- excuse me. She had a chance to retire 
many years ago, and she didn't do that. I, I don't, whatever her dying wish is, it should only matter to her family. I'm embarrassed for these people that are repeating that. My God, her die. Oh, okay. I love Ann Coulter tweeted, oh, wait a minute. This changes everything. That was her dying wish. It doesn't matter. What are they talking about? You know, Congressman Cicilline, I put his tweet on uh, on the Facebook page. And it has, it's got a good reaction and huge comments. And, you know, we, we don't. I feel like we don't have anyone. Don't you feel this way, folks? I, I feel like we don't have anyone that is truly representing us in this battle. You know, and if President Trump feels we're going to put a woman on the Supreme Court, then, you know, I, I go by I think it should be the most qualified person, whoever that is. I think Biden did a disservice when he said and he was going to make his choice for vice president a female. But. If they want to say, well, Justice Ginsburg died, she was a female, so we're going to replace with a female, fine. But Cicilline says, let's be clear, Republicans don't have principles anymore. Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell have made that clear. Their only concern is power. This is David Cicilline now. This is the most important election of our lifetimes. Our democracy is at stake in 45 days. Let's fight like hell to save it. And you can leave a comment. There's 278 comments. I like some of the comments. Last time I checked, this was a republic, not a democracy, where we vote on the most qualified people to make decisions, not what an uninformed group feels. Joe writes, this man was a failure as a mayor. Why was he ever elected to Congress is beyond me. It's exactly meant, right. Says the man that went on vacation with his colleagues without putting a bill together to help the Americans that are out of work. They are just so pathetic and disgraceful. I can't even listen to it. You know, and with them, talk about going to the well. By the way, Wall Street Journal, the local media is not talking about it. But the Wall Street Journal ripped apart Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. You can read about it. I did post it. I tweeted it out and put it on Facebook. Wall Street Journal, questions for Senator Whitehouse. A chance to ask the Democrat about his ties to dark money. Do you know... Two years ago, Bob Flanders ran against Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, and I voted for Bob Flanders, Judge Flanders. Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, folks, if you've wondered if there's any bias in the local media, it is the treatment of Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. No mention of the Wall Street Journal thing. Not really. They try to downplay it. Try to tell them it's like a badge of honor that the Wall Street Journal's taking them to the woodshed. No, I didn't see anything positive about it. I thought the Wall Street Journal raised some very interesting issues, what he and his friend, uh, friend uh, Judge Jack McConnell tried to do. Again, you can read the link uh, on the Facebook page. I actually put it on both Facebook pages. And then it's also um, it's also on Twitter. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and again, we go till 2 o'clock, Governor Mundo press briefing tomorrow. And then tomorrow we will have... Um, some guests about the big Trump rally coming up this Saturday. But this portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, listen, if you are ever riding along and suddenly you're in an accident, or let me ask you a question. You know, today you have people texting and driving. You have people that are drunk drivers. You have people, illegals on the road. You also just have people that are bad drivers. They're not paying attention. If you ever find yourself in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 
272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body. Four words. West Fountain Auto Body. Is Auto Body two words? Yeah, Auto Body is two words. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They're right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. Folks, the original, the best since 1927. They will repair your vehicle showroom-like condition. Now, many times, maybe you have a dent in your car and you just didn't get it fixed. Fender bender, whatever it is, call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, the original, the best. You know, speaking of West Fountain, I am horrified at the accident that took place last night in Edgewood, Broad Street. That's a half mile from where I grew up on Ferncrest Avenue. That accident on Broad Street, Cranston, who would be drag racing down that section of Broad Street is just beyond me. You go, when you are leaving St. Paul's Church, which a lot of people know, you continue down Broad Street. William Hall Library is on the right. Ferncrest, where I grew up, is right there. Then you have Moreland Avenue. You have where the Malos grew up. You have you have um, um, Jones Walton Sheridan Funeral Home. Then you're at the intersection of Park Avenue. You continue straight. They were then basically drag racing right there. And then when you come around that corner, there's been a liquor store there forever. That is then Sefton Drive, which I used to go to all the time. Bernie Healy, who's now Father Healy, he grew up right on that street right there at the liquor store. Alhambra Circle's on the right-hand side where, um, where um, oh, I can see uh, my, my Alan Sean Feinstein always lived. And then you have Sefton Drive, where Teddy Foster lived, before you even get to Strathmore. And so two cars with speed racing, drag racing, on that part of Broad Street. And number one, it has a curve. Number two, it was 9 o'clock at night. It's not even, I, I'm, I'm just beyond me. Of like, That's where you picked a drag race, street race. They hit someone crossing the street, and then they hit another car pulling out. That is a very residential neighborhood. My God, terrible. Absolutely horrible. I feel terrible about it. You know, last night at 11 o'clock, I, I saw it actually, I think I saw it at 1030. And I apologize, folks, because I was going to go out there. I should have gone out there. Um, but it was then 11 o'clock and I'm still trying to get a sense of it. And then do I go? Do I not go? But that I should have gone. Going forward, I vow you, I'll always go and then do a Facebook Live from there. But that is just, you know, I don't know what the charges are, but Cranston Police, they should be charged and charged heavily. That is absolutely disgraceful that went on. This is anarchy. These people on the roads are crazy. Have you noticed that? But, folks, this is the problem. You know, when you're Mayor Lorza, when you're these Bill de Blasio in New York City or Lorza, and they, when you allow the law breaking, it just, there's a progression. It gets worse. You know, the temperature. Look at this at Salve. They're teaching kids to smash plates. If the election doesn't go the way they want, if the election goes the way we want, they're threatening they're going to riot, burn down the cities and smash dining halls. And when did this ever become acceptable? And let's be very clear. It is not the Republican Party doing it. If Trump loses, there'll be no riots. If Trump loses, no one's burning anything, and nor is anyone threatening to burn anything. 
I, I just the, the Democrat Party to me right now is lost because they can't control they their allies are the extreme left, the progressives, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, defund the police. They're now all under the umbrella. I saw it on Sunday. All these groups and everything else, and then Rugenberg, Regenberg is there. Who's going to lead us to the march? Two of his defund the police, hoods, criminals, been arrested on weapon charges, fighting with police. It all ties in. They use force and violence to achieve their means through intimidation. We will not be intimidated. Wrong. They underestimate you. They underestimate me. They underestimate the real people that make the country, the voters, big time. Um, I don't believe she said that on her deathbed. And even if she did, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Marie is just terrific. Stop it and see her. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You call her at 305-3585. It's My Health in Cumberland. Vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices. It's my health because guess what? It's your health. They also have um, Pilates classes. They have uh, reflexologists. They have massage therapy that has done wonders for people. They have children's vitamins. You know the old white church. Stop in and see Marie. They also have a Kyberry, the incredible antioxidant. Stop in and see Marie. It's my health because it's your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, at 1255, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. <clears throat> we will not be intimidated by these thugs. We will not be intimidated by these goons and thugs. It's not happening. If they, you know, if that's what they want, if they want to fight in the streets, then they're going to get a fight. But we are not going to be intimidated by this crowd. No way, no how. Absolutely not. And they are threatening force. And no one calls them out on it. I hope now, Governor Raimondo, and I'm going to put it all up on Facebook, the Connect the Dots, that everyone see. You know, for weeks, all summer long, I've been hearing from people. That that Aaron Regenberg, he was the one behind these protesters. He's the one, like the Wizard of Oz, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. He's the one telling the protesters to go to Raimondo's house. He's the one telling them to go and fight with the police at the police station. He's the one. And then Sunday, boom, there it was. Who does he hand the bullhorn to? Two of his accomplices. Teen, quote, activists who've been arrested. Knife possession, one of them. Fighting with police. No way. I'm glad I was there. No one in the media exposed it, folks. Full story coming on DePetro.com. Now, I want to mention something. If you own a restaurant and you're going to continue, as the governor is encouraging, by the way, Governor Raimondo is encouraging businesses to, you can get free grants. They have $1 million if you're a restaurant, uh, heat lamps, whatever you need to continue to operate outside. It is safer outside. 
There's $1 million available through economic development. But one of the things you need with these heat lamps is propane. And if you're looking to get your propane tanks filled, if you're a restaurant owner or a business owner or just whoever, you need your propane tanks filled. Bring it to Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Call Phil at 621-8129. And remember, he'll refill your Blue Rhino tank. He doesn't swap it out. It's only 15 bucks. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. He's right in front of the Stop and Shop. He's next to the Wendy's. This is where I bring my tanks. He's open seven days a week. If you're a restaurant owner and you need propane for the outdoor heat lamps, okay, stop wasting your money at some of these other places. Go to Johnson Propane. He's the cheapest. 15 bucks. He'll refill your Blue Rhino tank. If you swap it out, it's 22 bucks. Uh, accepts all credit cards. He has propane supplies, but he'll fill it. And he's always open seven days a week, seven to, nine to seven. Johnson Propane. Call Phil, 621-8129, 621-8129. Since 1971, Joe Dorley cut the ribbon. Mayor Dorley, Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue, Providence. Front of the Stop and Shop, next to the Wendy's, go see Phil. Folks, it's John DePietro, and we have another full hour to go on this Tuesday. Next hour, I'm going to talk a little bit more about where this campaign is going, um, where everything is going, and especially more on the Trump rally. Now, for those on Facebook, the next hour is on radio. So you go to the website, to petro.com. You can listen live that way, or you can listen AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, or as I said, on the website at uh, dipetro.com. You just click the listen live button. So we have another full hour to go. A lot more ahead. You're going to love the uh, details you're going to hear about the uh, situation with the president. Another big hour to go. So we're going to break for the one o'clock news and then another full hour to go of the John DePietro show folks right here. AM 1380 99.9 FM right now it's one o'clock.